Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Band, a podcast about bands you probably don't even like. We hope you don't know this one. With your hosts, Adam Todd Brown, Andy Sell, and Travis Clark. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pod the Life. <laughs> It's a podcast about the band Corn. I took it too far. Hosted by Junkyard Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm Travis fucking Clark. I'm Andy. Andy! Andy! There we go. That was it. So, hi. So, yeah. So, how's everyone doing? It's been a long, long time since we recorded the first episode of what this. What are you talking about? We just uh, put it out last week. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> We are reconvening to see this through. Uh, After today, we will be halfway through. Oh, thank God. Thank Jesus. We're doing an episode about Life is Peachy. We're doing an episode about Follow the Leader. And then I don't know how we're going to fit the rest of their work into three albums or where I'm going to. We're going to fucking find a way because I'm not doing more than six episodes of this. And also, too. There is going to be one bonus episode where we just listen to their singles and do audio commentary. All right. Okay. I can do that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, this this has been an adventure already. I found I don't know where I'm going to go for research after these next two episodes. Because really – uh, from the point of view of the rest of the world, Corn kind of stopped after these two albums. Like, <laughs> yeah. no one really kept up with Corn. Yeah, we're, it's the it's lost works shit. Keeping up with the Corndashians. That's a show <laughs> I think we could do, right? Right? Hell yeah. I agree. That's Hell what yeah. this podcast should have been called. <laughs> but this is just like the Limp Biscuit situation where there's a <sighs> book out there that stops after arguably their biggest album. And then the rest of Corn history... I'm going to have to read books by Head or Fieldy that are also about addiction and recovery. And it's like, look, I'm trying to not drink right now. Do you want to I don't read need one to read and that. I'll read the other one? It, that works. Can I read Fieldy's? <laughs> oh, I just feel like it's going to be less obnoxious than Head's. All right, I'll read Head's. <laughs> and I will never, ever follow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I think it's a thing he says in one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah right. I think so, yeah. Uh, I also, we should announce on heart shit or on $3 pod, y'all, we had promised that if people left reviews with the word dank in it, right, that someone would win a copy of the book Limp Biscuit by whoever wrote that fucking book. <laughs> I bought like the last buy a pair of cargo shorts. <laughs> I bought the last like four or five copies in existence off Amazon <laughs> for a collective $24 and we uh, we promised if someone left a review with the word dank in it, we, we'd send some co- sign them and send some copies out. And I'm finally ready to announce the winners of that. Let's hear it. Congratulations. Brian Head Welch. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Stowe, Mike Stanton, and Andrew Hillary. Yeah! Yeah! We will be in touch to send you your signed copies. Thanks for the reviews, guys. book, yeah. I would tell Do people. Do you want to read that book, bitch? bitch? I would tell people to go leave reviews for this right now, but we're Patreon only. We're Patreon. We're releasing these on Patreon until we're all six are up, and then we're going to start okay. releasing them publicly. Gotcha. So Patreon subscribers get to hear it way, way before. Way, but before. we'll figure out a way to run another 
thing like that so people can leave what word would people have to even leave Fuck. in the reviews i don't even know man they're so <laughs> daddy yeah it would, have, it would have to be a slur oh my god yeah <laughs> something homophobic something that apple would for sure censor so yeah right I don't yeah. know if we can uh but maybe we'll send we'll send people a signed bag of corn coffee because here's the oh, thing god damn it i'm really excited for I'm the corn not, coffee against I'm... travis's wishes I have ordered us a bag of corn coffee. There's so many problems I have with this. I can't wait till you try it and it's your favorite coffee. <laughs> yeah. That's, and it's like people so might good not. that you're going to refuse to drink any other coffee. <laughs> people might not realize Travis is a huge coffee snob. Very, but very. To the point that he asked me if I got whole bean or ground, and I said uh, it's whole kernel. And also <laughs> I got ground. And then you got grounded. Right. And yeah. now Travis is unhappy, I'm assuming, about that. I'm very sure. <laughs> Yeah, there's so, there's so many problems just in the supply wait, chain Wait, did you – wait. Yeah. The, the, actually, this is a thing for me, too. I'm a whole bean guy through and through because anyone who likes coffee is. No, is it, yeah, you can't. Uh, Does corn seem like a whole bean kind of band to you? No, they don't. They don't even seem like a single origin band. <laughs> <laughs> That's xenophobic. That's true. It is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Really, said, you really... Actually, when you break it down like that, you're 100% yeah. correct. Thank God totally. we're talking about coffee and not people, though. Uh, so I'm excited so about- So you got the... ground coffee. I got ground coffee. Mm-hmm. Gross. I also ordered a corn coffee hoodie. I ordered the combo package. Do they ha- Wait, does the combo Do package- a mug, too? Yeah, I was going to say, does it include a mug? They don't even have mugs. Oh <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like, how is no one in corn named mugs? It's like someone in corn needs to be named Muggs. Oh, right? DJ Muggs should join right. the band. <laughs> yeah, I, that just dawned on Because I think that's the first thing I looked for was a coffee mug. Oh, uh, you know, we're a coffee company. Let's make Just uh, pour this in a hoodie and suck on it, you fucker. <laughs> Hoodies and uh, – do they not? Let me now, – now I'm – I think they make a coffee. Have they to have to. Mugs. I'm questioning well, I think, myself I mean, now. Whether or not they make mugs, the fact that a mug is not included in the combo pack that has a goddamn hoodie is a problem. I but I do like that they must for sure know there are no mugs. There's there are no, no mugs. mugs. Uh, there's t-shirts, hoodies, and coffee. Well, right now you're sorting by best values. <laughs> 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 sort by uh, all, I guess. It's all going to be the same, right? Yeah. There's a mug. I just saw a mug. Where? Yeah, but oh. you can't buy it. <laughs> They just have a picture of a mug. They just have a picture of a mug. It's just a picture of a mug that you cannot get. And it's get. a nice mug. It's okay. Yeah, I don't really like that style of mug. That's oh, not wait, here we go. Mug. Corn coffee. Uh, no, that's still not going to work. Well, let's see what happens when you click on it. No, I'm already there. There's yeah. a mug. It's still there. I know, the Travis, I can't it's stress just, enough. It's Man, just a photo. you're right. You're Literally, right. the only things they sell are four items. And none of them include mugs. Oh, man, they should just sh- show photos of coffee Wait, someone would actually The enjoy. ground coffee yeah. is more expensive than the whole bean. What? Well, yeah, it's That's... ground by one of the members of corn, right? They just... Right. <laughs> yeah, they gotta, they got to put in the $2 of labor for that. I'm not going to lie. I splurged and got the, the hoodie combo because I like that hoodie. And I want people to ask me you, about corn coffee so I can like that promote hoodie. this podcast. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Guess how much it came to after shipping and tax. I'm going to guess $70. Oh, you're so close. Am I? Andy? 69? Hell yeah! Oh! Fuck you guys. I, Not I, you guys, the corn guys. I so severely <laughs> cannot believe you missed that. <laughs> I just can't believe that that, you know when some things you're like, that's too on the nose. Like, it can't yeah, be right, yeah, you know? Yeah. You're like, that can't, all right. I, I like the idea that no matter what you put in the cart at 69. Like you oh, can yeah, push just automatically yeah, yeah. tallies up. Can you actually <laughs> scroll up for a second on this site? I want to see, and listeners can't see this, but uh, on the... 
Hoodies and pullovers. Mystery bundles. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, whoa. you can get a fucking corn box. You can get a, a corn. Yes, yeah, a, lo- a loot corn or whatever. I don't know. They just mail you shit. <laughs> That's What's great. Music that offer. Okay. So that just seriously, means- the mystery bundles are just T-shirts because it says it has sizes no. for the mystery bundles. Here's what I here's what I hope it is. I hope it is the members of Corn going through the shit in their house they don't want oh, anymore man. and putting it in a box. Except just a photo of <laughs> Jonathan Davis and this Fred Durst hanging out. Joy. That was a great joke. That was a great joke. Condo just doesn't spark joy, but Jonathan Davis and oh, I got everyone. No, it's fine. It's it's really fine. So you can get a, yeah. There's can, no coffee mug anywhere in sight. Uh, there's, there's a koozie. koozie. Of course, you can there's get a koozie. A, you can get a glow in the dark vinyl uh, record of the Serenity of Suffering, which I assume is a later album. Fuck yeah, dog. Or is that a side project? No, that's their most recent album. Oh. Oh god, this is the one that came out like last year or yeah. The year before. Yeah, we'll talk bad, about it at some point. Record. It has two full reviews, but uh. Until then, oh, one more thing before we move on. Thanks to uh, Vinyl Me Please for including Heart Shape Pod. Yeah, that was awesome. In their list of the 10 best music podcasts. We didn't even, they didn't tag us in any tweets or anything. No. So we didn't see. why would they? It came out in October. But... Oh, I was going to say, did they announce this list on the day Kurt Cobain died? Because no. Because that would. No. And, and FYI, just because maybe you know us from Heart Shape Pod, Sean Smith passed away on April 5th this of 2019. He was a huge part of the Seattle scene, and I'm super bummed about it. Like, that I'm sucks. really, yeah. really sad. That is sad. But uh, cool that we were on that list. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was funny because I found out about that at the same time that you sent me the that we were on that list, and I was like, which oh. one made you more emotional? Uh, well, they made it was it was bookends. It was right. both ends of the spectrum. Both sad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> both sad. <laughs> Just sad for different causes. Fuck. People are going to be able to Google that. Now. Yeah, but I was also like, uh, I can't really self promote myself and also say I'm sad. That's weird. So, oh sure you can. Yeah. Sure you can. This is L.A. comedy, baby. Oh, thanks, that's man. all you do. Do you have a significant other? No, oh. you're thinking of uh... stop. No, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I, even trying to. I wasn't even. <laughs> Trying to are you trying to merge all of the uh, music podcast verses together so that uh, we can have a crossover between Pod the Life, Three yeah. Dollar Pod Y'all, and Heart Shape? Yeah, there's going to be a bonus episode of Heart Shape Pod where fucking Samuel L. Jackson asks Fred Durst to join the Avengers, <laughs> <laughs> or where Jonathan Davis goes, I don't feel so well, and then just kind of <laughs> hell yeah. Also, just because they were nice to us. I'll, I'll mention Vinyl Me Please is a pretty cool company. Mm-hmm. They, I subscribe to it. They send you an album every month, but if you go online and see that the album they're sending isn't something you necessarily want, you can just swap it out for something else. And they do all these like exclusive reissues that are exclusive to that site. So like I got De La Soul's first album a couple weeks ago. Are and you it's... doing your Mariah Carey through this as well? No, they don't. No? Okay, they don't. They don't fuck with MC. <laughs> Like I do. <laughs> I can't wait till we do a Mariah Carey podcast. That's going to be fucking great. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm into it. All that would be amazing. Of course you're into sure, it. Sure, sure. The, I, I'm trying to think of. Vinyl me, please. Vinyl me, please. Well, I was trying to think of names for a Mariah Carey podcast. Oh. Pod dream. Pod bracelet. Potterfly. Potter. <laughs> it's like glitter. But with pod. I think I, yeah, I picked yeah. that up. Visions of pod. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is this podcast. <laughs> the repodication of Mimi. I like all of these. Pod yeah. equals MC squared. Memoirs right. of an imperfect podcast. 
Ain't that the truth? Uh, uh, so we're talking about life is goddamn peachy Hell today. Hell fucking yeah, we are, bro. When we left off last time, the Bakersfield Five. <laughs> is that what we're calling? As them? this book I'm reading, which is called Corn in the Pit by what's her name? I put it Leah Furman. Leah Life in the Pit by Leah Furman. Much. Much more well-written book than the Limp Biscuit book. I will give her. It's on a legitimate <laughs> publisher, huh? Yeah. But it's also why would she write, that goes against all the this, Amazon reviews that we read about it being subject? the best book of all time. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't tell. Like, it's very enthusiastic in its praise for corn. It's not. It's not a Sorry. auto. It's not a biography where they're like, "We're going to give you some dirt." Corn so, are the heroes in this story at every step of the way, even when Jonathan Davis records a song about how he wants to kill his girlfriend while he's fucking her. So, oh, oh that's good. So, but in his defense, that's a choice. she had just had his baby. In his defense, he is from Bakersfield. <laughs> so that is the Bakersfield Five. That's yeah. kind of the Bakersfield thing, right? If you don't murder your significant other, stop, during sex. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Uh, then you're not, you, they kick you out of the city. Yeah, that's that's how you end up staying in Bakersfield yeah. forever, is you're like, oh, crap, I let my partner live. I have to stay. <laughs> um, I like that you said that she views them as the heroes of the story, yet calls them the Bakersfield Five, which sounds like, <laughs> you know, like the people who committed awful crimes. Yeah, it sounds like a yeah. group of teens on trial for murder. Yeah, or or like... Uh, like the, the Bakersfield Five makes the West Memphis Three look like fucking amateurs. <laughs> no, it's like the shittiest, most low-rent version of the fucking Chicago 1968 DNC protest. I think it was just like a... a I don't know, Shakey's ran out of mojo potatoes. Not with so the Bakersfield they, Five on the case. I would so protest they, yeah. that. So they started a riot, and it was <laughs> they were the Bakersfield Five were the first five to incite. The Bakersfield Five took uh, took all the fried chicken. Six people yeah. died in the Shakey's riots. <laughs> they toured for a year straight after that first album came out, trying to wouldn't you kickstart record sales? Yeah, of course, yeah. and it worked. They eventually, at one point, were selling 17,000 copies a week. This album, at one point, and I, I think maybe still, uh, or no, I'm wrong, their first album outsold their second album. Well, the first album is also better than the second album. It is, yeah. And we'll get into it, but they even acknowledge that this album is not great. There are a couple moments from it that I thought were interesting, but I think the most interesting point there is that the one I'm referring to, Jonathan Davis, is barely on the song. So their cover of Wicked is really good. How mm. bad does something have to be for Corn to go, not our best? Uh, life is peachy. Okay. Well, yeah. that's the answer. It's interesting because so the thing is, is that they're taking this idea. So they, they tour for a year straight. That's a lot of touring. Right. But also, the, the only other choice is to go back to Bakersfield. So you're like, let's <laughs> go, point. let's go, right. let's get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And after you didn't murder your. Yeah. I'm your, not allowed back partner. in Bakersfield. My sex partner is alive. Uh, so they toured for a year to. It's just it's just interesting to me how like actually like good this is like this this part of the story whatever however bad their music is uh, or good if you're a fan or good if you're right. a fan yeah but objectively bad uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you're a corn fan please don't if you're a corn me. fan you're, this is you you've tuned out already yeah you're already done with us. That's a good thing to do. It's like they're doing everything right. They're they they leave to tour for a year, which is like that requires an ethic, you know, that requires like dedication. Yeah. Uh 
to kickstart sales of the album, it's also just like logical. Right. Like that this is, oh, this is how we do it. We don't want a big press machine, a big, you know, we don't want to go create some scandal. I'm not going to fake a heroin overdose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no one's going to get mad about jalapenos and some mac yeah. and cheese. Yeah. That's what's really interesting about this book is I don't love the band and a lot of their subject matter has not aged well at no, all. God, no. And but neither have they. <laughs> but reading their story, they come off as really sympathetic figures because if you think about their sound it what like they were doing at one point they were on a fucking festival with elvis costello and everclear and all these bands who were like who the fuck that's are these fucking weirdos so that's the other thing <laughs> yeah. were they on the used cd bin tour <laughs> <laughs> well back then in the 90s like it was yeah i guess you that just was said, a, yeah. a crazy that's, fucking lineup that's the other thing though is that like their their sound i mean this is like this there this is before new metal is new metal Right? right, they're just kind of being lumped in with rap metal, which they're even at that time there's not a lot of. Right, so it's basically just like even in the metal scene where you've got the dinosaurs, you know, the the big X, the thrash, the big three right. from the thrash world, Slayer, then, uh, Megadeth, and Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. I guess you could throw Anthrax in there if you wanted yeah. to. But then you have you know the other alternative metal stuff that's kind of taking off. That's n- also not what Corn is doing. Right, and then you've got like the screamo and scram scene, and which then, hasn't even really made a not, divot. In exactly, the, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, that's a that's a regional thing. That's a local thing right. in where it is. So they're doing something that's so very different, but it's also you know kind of dumb. So like, yeah, if they get to a certain level of popular, they're never going to be accepted in the metal world, right? You know, with all those other with uh, whatever, and then but then they don't have this crossover potential either because if they start. If they get too popular and then they're doing festivals with like Elvis Costello and all these other things, it's like we're going to invite the corn fans to our barbecue. Right. Like it's just they can't feel respected anywhere they go, I imagine. Yeah. And that I think that probably is why they connect with people who feel that way in their everyday yeah. lives. Like that's their demographic is disaffected teens. Like even at this age, maybe they're now singing to – disaffected divorced dads who listened to corn in high school and now they're i don't know what their last album was about we haven't listened to it but there is there's a definitely (laughs) an outsider vibe that runs through their entire story that yeah music aside like trump Trump. right music aside it's hard to hate corn yeah and also and i'm i'm actually not going to shit on bakersfield this time i think being part of bakersfield is part of that because bakersfield is the butt of the joke for a lot of people so yeah. if you're trying to i guess do something different and you're coming from a town that like really if it's known musically it's known for merle haggard or buck owens it's known for the bakersfield yeah. Yeah. sound the like kind of country 60s 70s kind of thing yeah on paper i'm rooting for these dudes it's funny you mentioned megadeth they actually toured with them at one point Another, uh, another band that has a coffee company. Of course. <laughs> All right. And they actually, after their takeaway from that tour, as stated in this book, was it taught them how to not treat bands who are opening for you that is a hundred percent everybody who's ever worked with dave mustaine yeah. that's all you ever oh, yeah, hear dave is about mustaine yeah, is the worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah so that's the other thing you read about the hello me there's none <laughs> of me again <laughs> we suck <laughs> and now we're on tour with corn there's none of the their tour stories are all like whereas nirvana was everyone loves nirvana and they 
can't accept it and they're just going to cause chaos. Everyone hates corn and they're like, man, what, can we just do our jobs? This get the show, fuck out of here. Yeah. This show changed nothing. That's sort nothing. of thing. <laughs> Everything's the same. And they, they do have some shows that they talk about throughout this book. And I wanted to find one where I could be like, this changes that. But they're just kind of a really steady touring band that yeah. shows up and plays their shows even when like there's a couple stories about jonathan davis like freaking out before a show and being fucked up on xanax and then it ends with him being like but i mean i did the show and it was fine i just freaked out before and after but you, the show yeah. was fine so you're trying to tell me a bunch of like metal heads that really liked steve Vai and then kind of crossed over into rap territory and got a lead man who played bagpipes didn't always resonate well with audiences. <laughs> Can you imagine? I personally can't. They they also yeah they 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 also kind of got popular though a little quicker than bands usually do. Well, their first album was a pretty yeah. big hit. Yeah, their they first, got well. Their first album was a hit, and they got nominated for a Grammy for. And a before song their on that second album, album really? was out, Shoots they were on a they were on a major. Yeah, that's right. Their first album they got nominated for a Grammy, and then their before their second album was out, they More had like a, song. a gimme at that point. Huh? Just, <laughs> yeah, they lost. Yeah. They had a song on a major motion picture soundtrack. Crow is it Crow? It's Crow Two. Yeah, Crow City of Angels. Is it really? Yeah. 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 Uh, so like already they're this like I mean that's that's what you would call mediocre really oh sure what you call mediocre is that what you said <laughs> yes <laughs> no sorry it's mediocre mediocre uh, yeah and I have a theory about that but we'll we'll talk about it but they're still kind of like they're not letting it get to their heads immediately the way other artists would no you know even artists that waited longer for that kind of fame. Over that kind of popularity, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna tour for a year instead of like, oh, let's just take the fucking check and go fuck around." Yeah. Well, here's, uh, and I, I know you have a point you want to make, Adam. So I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but I think I just watched The Dirt recently. The I, tr I got like five minutes. Yeah, in. I, I was could, like, I, fuck this. Yeah, exactly. This movie thinks Motley Crue is good. Yeah, come <laughs> on, you guys are fucking wrong. But there's that kind of idea that I think is put out in popular culture that like bands are just fucking idiots and then they get to be super famous and even a band like Korn proves that they w had a fucking work ethic which is what we're saying yeah like they didn't want to just go I think they eventually get there but they are, were kind of like fuck dude we have a job let's go be good at our job yeah you yeah. know their work ethic uh, during those first two albums is insane mm -hmm. like they just toured and recorded the whole that's one of the reasons life is peachy is not that great of an album they toured so much in support of the first album they didn't have time to really work they, on it but they also weren't big enough to like have a studio on their tour bus and shit right, like that right. so when it came time to do this second album they had four months to write and record it what's crazy now is that fuck you could record anywhere now like shit's so cheap and and digital stuff is so right quality you could be that band just making a record on the bus now yeah yeah just wait 20 years, guys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and one of the other things, the reason there aren't a lot of tour stories in this, and it's one of the things that I find really refreshing about researching the history of corn. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you, are you ready? <laughs> Re wait, wait, wait. Rewind it. Say that again. I find <laughs> it very refreshing researching the history of corn. Okay, just wanted to make sure I got that right. What I find so refreshing is that corn likes each other. 
They don't fucking hate each other at this point. They don't. They, they get there, right? They, I think they yeah, might yeah. at some. But like with Nirvana, I mean, you're gonna get there with anyone. Like with Heart Shape Pod, it was like Nirvana. It was immediate. Like they, the minute they hit the road in any incarnation, right? They fucking hated each other, and it was chaos. Well, because mm-hmm. in Nirvana, it's Kurt against everybody all the time. Like there was right. no even. Kirst, who is his buddy, Kurt, how are we supposed to say his name? Chris. The, just say the tall Christ. one. Christ. The fucking Christ. tall one. Yes. Even the tall one, who's like his longtime buddy, like they didn't fucking like each other. He knocked his tooth out. Right. Yeah. And meanwhile, I have a story in here about uh, at one point they play Lollapalooza and Monkey. Oh. M- monkey. I hate that I have to say names like Sorry, Monkey and uh, Head. Uh, monkey is um, Paul. Paul. That's what I call him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have nicknames for all of them that are not their own nicknames. Oh, it's going Paul- to be very confusing. Is Paul not his name? No, Paul. No, his. Uh, it's really dumb how I got Paul. How'd you get Paul? His last name is Schaefer. That's it. That's oh, okay, okay. All right. That's that the, makes sense. That's the recipe. But at one point, they're doing Lollapalooza, and he comes down with viral meningitis, which is very serious. Oh, Monkey's serious. the drummer, right? No, that's David Silvera. That's Silver Bullet. But he also got spinal meningitis. He got a different. Okay. <laughs> What what the fuck is corn doing? They kissed and they and it spread. <laughs> but even that early in their career when playing Lollapalooza was a huge thing and everyone was like, "Well, he's just your second guitar player. You either just play the rest of the shows without him or bring on another guitar player." Mm-hmm. They were like, "No way. Like we're done. Like we have to quit this tour until he gets rest." And that's what's really frustrating and refreshing. They need to do something terrible in the next that, few episodes. Yeah, they seem I'm like... I'm already exhausted by having this much respect for uh, them. They seem like all right dudes. <laughs> and it's I mean, frustrating. Cause I don't know. I feel like having spinal meningitis, you could still look into the air trying to find bees that aren't really No, he there. had viral meningitis. Viral meningitis. That, oh, that's in the brain. That will kill you pretty uh, quick. The, the drummer had spinal meningitis. Probably. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Uh, How do you have this one part of corn history because seared Mike, into your brain? Right? Because I'm Mike, very confused. Because <laughs> Mike Borden of Faith No More ends up being their drummer when their regular drummer gets spinal meningitis. That's how. Because I was like, uh, why is Mike Borden? I like that you with- answered our question by throwing more <laughs> corn history so, at us. Jesus Christ. So we have spinal meningitis. Corn and viral meningitis, which one of them gets gyro meningitis, which is the form of meningitis that makes you mispronounce gyros when ordering at a Greek restaurant? Oh, oh sure. I, I do love a gyro. Fuck! I have it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Get away from uh, okay, That's it. Podcast <laughs> over. We're not doing it till Adam is... It, 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 <laughs> More like gonna, Pod the Death. We're not going to replace him. <laughs> so here, here's a very, very fun, fun anecdote I found in this book. Uh, right before the tour to promote the first album came out jonathan davis got his girlfriend pregnant hell yeah woman named renee perez he consulted an astrologer at one point who assured him the baby would be a girl yep two things one they were going to name that girl salam dementia okay wait 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 he found an astrologer in bakersfield that hadn't been burned at the stake Right, exactly. Well, okay. he probably, while he was in L.A. or something, found her. <laughs> or just called the Psychic Friends Hotline. I mean, those yeah. were popular at the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But against all odds, this story gets better. What? Because when the baby comes out, it's not a girl. It's a boy. So instead of naming the kid Salam Dementia. <laughs> Which is the best name ever. Sure. They name him Nathan Houseman. What? <laughs> all right. All right. Honey, if it's a girl, we're going to give her a Mortal Kombat name. Uh, and if it's a boy, we're uh, going to give him a real estate agent name. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
I love that story. Like, where did Nathan Houseman come from? It sounds like it's they, Salam Dementia and Nathan Houseman. They should be like a. They're like a Will and uh, not Will and Grace. Dharma and Greg. <laughs> well, they're a also, Dharma and Greg couple. And all- I don't want to harp on it, but I've only ever seen dudes named Salam. Like, you could have just passed that name on to the boy. That's true. That's but true. Also, I just feel like these are names you sign in at a hotel when you don't want people knowing you're staying Also, there. I don't think dementia is a gendered name at all. <laughs> no, it, it, ends yeah. it ends in an A. It's female. Oh, yeah, so it's, <laughs> if it's dementia, it's a guy. Right. Uh, and then uh, if you want to be uh, gender nonspecific, it's dementix. It's yeah, right, right. with an X. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Oh, fuck yeah, dementix. That's... <laughs> Holy shit! I'm I want to have a kid right oh, now. And he's gonna go make a baby Dementos. right now. And then me and Travis are gonna start a band called Demen Show, <laughs> and we'll just be forever. Yeah, we'll be. Yeah. It'll be great. And our first uh, album will be called Houseman. Yeah, yeah. And if it's if it's a girl, we'll name her Salam after uh, after your faith. If after it's... Chicago Bears running back Rashad Salam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's a boy, we'll name him Nathan after. Fucking everyone. Nathan Houseman is like you got put in witness protection and they ran out of other names. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's the scene where he's yeah, where he's trying to write down his name in the in the in the hotel ledger and he doesn't want it, and he's like he can't think of a last name, so he like looks outside and there's a house. And then he looks over. It's a man. He looks over at the bathroom door, and it's the man. man and he's like, uh, "My name is Nathan Houseman." Man, <laughs> the this is another fun kid-related anecdote. They had been Jonathan Davis had been drinking so much on tour that Jägermeister was sending free alcohol to the band so they could so he didn't have to pay. Like he would. Uh. Like, sweet, sweet, free Jaeger. He tells a story at one point about the band just walking around a city where they were touring, and everyone else is just swigging from beers, and he's got a full bottle of Jaegermeister and is just oh, Jesus. drinking it the same way. So after a his bunch kid, of my respect just went. <laughs> after his kid is born, he demands that the Jaegermeister be removed from the tour rider, and then restricts himself to just fifteen Jack and Cokes a night. I'm sorry, what was that number again? <laughs> Fifteen. That's not restricting. That's that's not, a lot of Jack Daniel. That's not restricting <laughs> at all. That's also too. Can you imagine if if he goes and asks for the sixteenth one, and they go, uh, actually, Jonathan, this is your sixteenth. Oh, you're right. Thank you. Thank you for keeping me <laughs> on track. I'm I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm a father now. I gotta. Thank, you I gotta be responsible. Me. I, I'm a father now to my son, whose name is my dad's name. <laughs> I guess. Houseman. How is their kid not named Jaeger? Like I feel Nathan like Nathan Houseman is a dad name. You don't name your kid that. But you name I, I feel like Jonathan Davis would name has a kid named Jaeger for sure. The word Jaegermeister makes me want to throw up. I've never had that's it. That's how disgusting it is. Never and that's how much it. of it. I, I actually drink. don't mind it. I would back when I was drinking, sometimes I'd buy like a pint and just stick it in the freezer and just go swig on it throughout uh, the weekend. Licorice just tastes like licorice. Too. Is that the deal? Yeah, it tastes yeah, like black it licorice. Tastes like black licorice. It's I rough. did a Jaeger ice luge in Kentucky. <laughs> Jesus, um, and it was a lot of fun. I uh, I did a Jaeger mom. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Because <laughs> it's like Jaeger bomb, but with mom. Oh, mom, nice. <laughs> we're gonna go on tour, guys. That's crazy. Nice. So in between this tour and the second album is when the band meets Fred Durst, and famously and that changed, changed everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. We we talked about this story on three dollar pod, y'all y'all, 
where Fred Durst meets Corn and is like, you bros want some tats? And they, they go back to his house to get tattoos because he had sold him sold them on this idea that he had been a tattoo artist for years and years and years. But really, he just got kicked out for fucking riding a skateboard on a battleship. <laughs> right. <laughs> for ollieing on a battleship, got him dishonorably discharged. This is proof that 15 Jack and Cokes is not a good limit. <laughs> Because you end up going to Fred Durst's house to get a tattoo while in rural Florida. Uh, so, so they go back I think to – you need to say rural Florida. I think <laughs> Florida covers it. They go back to Fred Durst's place, and he gave Head <laughs> a tattoo on his back. You know, Head from Corn. <laughs> you get, see what I did I mean, there? I did. You're doing. But his name is Grape Jelly. Show some respect. Oh, you're right. <laughs> and it was Fred Durst's third tattoo he had ever given. Nice. Imagine – the audacity to walk up to a band that you're expecting is going to give you your big break and you roll the dice on giving them <laughs> your third tattoo ever and hoping it works out. And it didn't even work out. Apparently, the tattoo, it was supposed to say corn and it looked like it said horn. Nice. And nevertheless, it still ended up in Limp Biscuit getting a record deal. Uh, also, I can't believe I forgot to mention this, but Corn calls their fans niblets. I hate that so much. I really hate that. I, I really do, it. yeah. That's terrible. I left to come here to record with you guys, and I said to my wife, I'm going to go do the Corn cast. And she said, I'm sure you'll have some fun. <laughs> she said, here's the divorce papers. <laughs> Those are coming. Uh, she said, I'm sure you'll have some good niblets. And I went, did you fucking say that on purpose? <laughs> 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 and it uh, turns out, yes, of course. Of uh, corns. Sorry. Niblets. Because that's what you would call a little piece of corn. D don't. 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 They though. actually, I think it's it's Green Giant, I think, is what yeah, it's, it's their like a, bagged corn oh, is right. called. Yeah, Niblets, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, also between this time, they had a song on the Crow City of Angels soundtrack. It was called Sean Olson, which probably would have been a cooler name for his kid. <laughs> True. <laughs> yes. Maybe swap the Because if they had a song called Nathan Houseman, it'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they should have a song called Salam Dementia for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. Salami Dementia. You are my daughter uh, I never had. I get Salami Dementia all the time. and I, uh, I, I, I've I, seen I, you have it. I get pepperoni instead yep. of salami. Yep. And it's, Salami's great. It's so good. It's, uh, it's the best. It's all it is. It's all bologna. Oh, wow. Wow. Huh? Yeah. Right. Okay. So they- Don't be such a ham. Stop it, Travis. Vegan. I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> you turkey. <laughs> I should back off. The stakes are pretty high. None of this is You're good. being a real hot dog right no, now. Right. <laughs> hey. Jeez. Oh. So with all of that out of the way, they begin working on their second album, which, as mentioned earlier, they had exactly four months to write and record. Fortunately, the songwriting came naturally. Here's a quote from Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of creativity build up. Like blue balls of creativity. In the studio, it just kind of spewed out. God gross. Damn it. God Whether damn you're it. talking about jizz or corn songs, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I mean, I would have loved it if you said, here's a quote from Monkey, and then you just made monkey noises. That <laughs> would have fucking, I'd have lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do. If you go to this, right, right, monkeys jack off at the zoo. They so, do. They do. Uh, I mean, it's an apt thing for him to say. They don't just jerk off at the zoo. They jerk off in the wild and at space camp. Uh, they took me to see some space monkeys, and they just jacked off in front of children. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they worked 10 hours a day, six days a week to bring you this album. 
Travis and Andy. Ah, uh, well, they could have saved us all a lot of time. Just don't say stuff like that. I think the problem is that, like, I respect them, and then one of them talks. Yeah. Like, I, I get behind their touring ethic. I get behind their, like, like we're their buds, you know? You and know then what? one I'm of them give, says something. I'm going to give Monkey the benefit of the doubt. If they're working that hard, you don't have a lot left, and you're just saying whatever is fucking <laughs> okay. on your head, yeah. you know? You're just, well, head's the other guy. But you're just, you're just spewing out something, and you're trying to be, hey, this will maybe get printed, and it'll get circulated. I don't know. Yeah, someone's going to read this an enemy and laugh. Yeah. Uh, interesting side note. That I did not know until I read this book. Fieldy is the lead songwriter in Corn. What? Oh, RV. RV. That's what I call him. Why is that? Hey, his look, name? I got this whole. His thing. last name is Arvizu, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I call him so RV. That makes sense. RV Arvizu. I would have called him Winnie. Arvies. <laughs> like Winnie. They started Arvies. Trying to we chain write the songs called Arvies. Yeah, Fieldy is the lead songwriter in the band. At least on the second album, he was. But the book implies so that they're that's... bass player. That's usually the case. Their bass player who doesn't like the bass. And doesn't know how to play it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's their song. But you have to, that's what I was thinking about is who else but the lead songwriter would be allowed to do that? Like no one else. <laughs> like if you were the lead songwriter and he came in playing bass and it was a tap, tap, to tap, you'd be like. Tune your fucking bass, dude. Yeah, dude, dude those strings are like, hitting your pickup. It's part of our sound. It's like, <laughs> no, it's, it's poor. You're okay. You're just shaking your bass. <laughs> yeah, it's like when the dog, when the boss brings a dog into the office, and it's like, well, I, nobody else gets to do this, right? Yeah. So it tracks that he would be the lead songwriter. <laughs> Feely shitty bass playing is equivalent to the boss bringing a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he said, uh, you know. I don't know. I had blue balls. It just came spewing out. <laughs> that makes sense. They, I have it somewhere later in the notes, but I believe they, he, Fieldy said the order they write songs typically is drums, bass, guitar, vocals. So the song is already done by the time Jonathan Davis writes vocals. I mean, so that really checks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. But so then when we're calling Fieldy the songwriter, he's the music writer. Jonathan's writing the Well, Jonathan Davis about. writes the lyrics. Right. Okay, but, okay stop. You used to use the word rights and lyrics. Calm down. <laughs> Speaking of Jonathan Davis's Jonathan barks lyrics, the noises. This album is basically the B-sides to all his childhood traumas because he got all the important shit out of the way on the first album and now oh, yeah. it's now it's him he's got a there's a song called mr rogers which What's there it is about? it is about how he thinks mr rogers is evil and the reason he thinks that is because he watched a lot of mr rogers and it convinced him to be nice and polite and then he went to school and got bullied so that's mr rogers fault no, maybe Why don't just, you blame the bullies? Maybe they need to watch more Mr. Rogers. They should Rogers. be watching Mr. Rogers. That's the problem is they weren't watching Mr. Rogers. Right. Listen, I rarely am on the side of bullies, but I'm going to say the bullies kind of nailed it with Jonathan. Yeah, they should have. Yeah. I mean, the, the, they should have killed him is what should have happened. Okay, I, that's a little you're, – you're in your usual corner over there, Andy, <laughs> with uh, a certain man who has good ideas when you say it that way. There's also a song – Mr. Of, Rogers had some great ideas. He did. He did. The Volkswagen was his idea. Stop. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's also a song about literally every woman who ever hurt his feelings. And so I, so I don't know what – maybe the title is supposed to be Cunt, but with a K. Oh, is that – Because it's K and then a bunch I think of it's, it's symbols. symbols. I think it's, yeah. it's Kate. <laughs> it looks like a Kate to me. And that song features the lyrics, 
uh, crispy fried Kung Pao clits. Oh. So. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you want to give that a listen on the ride home. Crispy Kung Pao fried clits? Yes. Huh. Huh. And I have an order placed <laughs> from the corn store. How many K's is that? That's a lot of K's. That's too many K's. Yeah. I mean, it's more than three, so. Well, more than three or less than three is always <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, there's also a song about a friend who he called a gutless fucking nothing in an interview because he convinced Jonathan Davis to dress like a mod what? at one point in his life. Boy, Jonathan really plays the victim card in all they, of these. They mention that in the book. He really knows how to hold a grudge. Jesus. And <laughs> wait, so his poor shirt choices are somebody else's fault? Exactly. Yeah, okay. His Versace button ups. <laughs> he should have stayed with the mod look, probably. Yeah, too. he kind of did. Thing. He always looks like a walking carpet. I'm going to be honest. He's kind of like the Kurt Cobain of corn. No, okay. Kurt Cornbane? Kurt Cornbane. <laughs> They called the album Life is Peachy because, this is a quote, this is a tough, harsh record about a tough, harsh world. It certainly ain't peachy out there. So then why did you call it Life is Peachy? It sounds I, like what you're uh, trying to say is life is not peachy. But when you're being sarcastic right there in a, in a medium, which is album title, that doesn't have a context for, for irony, then you, it just sounds like you're saying life is peachy and that maybe you've turned a corner and when they listen to this a record, corner with a K they're going to exactly thank you for picking up on that when they listen to this record they're going to be like wow maybe they're they've grown up and they're happy now ah they're still the same and they're sadder about even weirder things now because it's not actual trauma it's stuff like Mr. Rogers who's hey a nice guy and then women that's probably your fault Jonathan and then this friend who was just trying to get you laid okay this has been Andy lets out some inner rage <laughs> This is the B-sides to my trauma right now. Uh, fun fact, they knew this album sucked. They Is it because it was a corn record? They're because like, oh, this a, is bad. It's because it's a tough, harsh record. It's a tough, harsh record that they had to write and record in four months. And uh, this is a quote from Jonathan Davis. We weren't the problem of a peachy. At first we were, but to live with it, no. We were just so rushed. It sucked. But it also debuted at number three on the Billboard charts. It's Twist. Is Jonathan Davis the new metal Fozzie the Bear? I think that comparison has been made. Or Animal, oh, also. Because he just goes, he's just a waka, waka, waka. Like, yeah. You just feel, right? He's Pac-Man. Oh, he's Pac-Man. Uh, this is another quote from Jonathan Davis. When they told us Life is Peachy debuted at number three on the charts, I just started crying. I cry over the stupidest shit. That seems like a fine thing to cry over, yeah, if you ask me. Yeah. That's uh, pretty great. Yeah, if something that you're not proud of uh, debuts in the top three of what that thing is, yeah, you're Yeah. Well, happy. that's one way to take it. Oh, yeah, still happy. I, I also probably feel like he writes a, a song later on another album about debuting high and how he wasn't happy about it oh probably right that's that's the thing there's a lot of that same kurt cobain thing running through jonathan davis where he's uh, in public he's like oh i don't want any of this like one one example i bring up the they got a bad review in fucking entertainment weekly which you're corn why do you even care yeah, about entertainment not, yeah, weekly yeah, no, 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 yeah this is thing. exactly yeah. this is the thing again it's like in those spaces you're not going to get respect so right. it's fine you think the soccer moms are going to gravitate to corn because also, entertainment weekly gives right. you a good review i would also never want to be reviewed well in entertainment weekly no, if yeah. i were doing something yeah. like this yeah and he made this big public statement about this negative Entertainment Weekly review, and he says he's not putting his feelings out there for money. Uh, and it's like, yeah, you are. That's exactly what you're doing. That's literally yeah. what the job And is. then he's like crying over 
Grammys and gold records. It talks about how his childhood dream was to win a Grammy. Whose childhood dream is to exactly. win a Grammy? Yeah. People who want to be rock stars. Yeah. And the oh, I reminder, want that thing Millie Vanilli got. Reminder, they were nominated for Shoots and Ladders, the, yeah, the nursery rhyme song. The worst written song ever. It's terrible. Because it's not, I mean, he didn't even write it. Ring around the rosy. They got nominated. That's the that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> On their first record, you're nominated for a Grammy, and if it's your childhood dream to win a Grammy, you should your right your reaction should be like, "Well, I'm I'm on pace right now. Right. I'm in a pretty good place for achieving my childhood dream." Oh my god! If I were in instead court, of losing your shit the minute Entertainment Weekly says something, if negative. my right. childhood dream was to win a Grammy and I got nominated for reciting a nursery rhyme I had nothing to do with, I'd be like, "Oh, this was a shit dream." I should try harder. I should try. <laughs> I should set my sights higher. So uh, this is when the Lollapalooza thing happens, when they have to pull out because of monkey's viral meningitis, <laughs> which was also the name of his solo album. Which oh, is yeah. So they, crazy. Didn't, they didn't play Lollapalooza. So uh, Courtney Love had Jonathan Davis killed. Oh, God. You won't believe it, but Courtney Love comes up in the next episode. Hell, yes. Fuck. Of course she does. Of course she does. Uh, Courtney Love? <laughs> Courtney Love comes up. Yeah. That's uh, what the, the song is, actually. With the K Oh, and the that's asterisks. what it is with all the fucking ampersands and shit. It's Courtney. Oh, it could K. be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I should mention we're not listening to any songs on these episodes uh, because what we're going to do, there's going to be a bonus episode or two, depending on how long it takes, where we just listen to Korn's singles. Yeah, and we're going to do that once. Just one some of us. <laughs> audio commentary. We'll do it once, but I might split it into two episodes. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so around this time, also, they start their own record label. Jesus Christ. Two records in and they're starting a label. Yeah, called Elementary Records. Oh, but tree like a tree. Like a tree. What, what, which Bakersfield doesn't have. This is a tree. Because <laughs> they couldn't call it Element Dirt Records. <laughs> Element Factory. The first act they signed, Orgy. Ugh. Which, I hate Orgy. And oh, really? Yeah, I don't like Orgy. I don't like any band that gets big on a cover as their first uh, song. Yeah, yeah. I don't what like that. How doesn't yeah. Right? That was them. Uh... That that's actually really interesting though because the guitarist in Orgy is Ryan Shuck, the same Ryan Shuck who was in Sex, Sex Art, Art, and, and I eventually was like, there's a guy named Ryan Shuck and he's not in the band Corn. Come on, guys! Oh, uh, yeah. he's a good point. Good point, Andy. But he Andy eventually with a good point. He eventually sued Corn over them using that song from the Sex Art album on their first album. And that's why he got credit for it on The Greatest Hits. Yes. Instead of on the album. Okay. Aw, shucks. But in that time, <laughs> they made... So this story has a hero. <laughs> in that time, they, they made up, and there's a quote from him in the book where he's like, suing your friends isn't cool. Which, it's kind of cool if they stole your Wait, song. did Ryan say yeah. that? Or did, yeah. Oh, he said that. God, what a nice guy. Yeah. Everyone in the, a lot of nice guys in this story. This again is sort of like the Limp Biscuit thing, where everyone else is cool, and then the lead singer is just the like fucking problem, the biggest dick yeah, on yeah, the planet. Yeah, what? <laughs> and their next signing, Video Drone. I don't know who the yeah, fuck Video they, Drone yeah, is. A lot of neck tattoos in that band. That was Fieldy's signing. Yeah, was, uh, Video Drone. And Jonathan did a song with them at one point to try and help boost them. Like he was like running around in like a Men in Black slash X Files suit, and they're like. Tied to chairs and shit. It's not good. It's uh, not good stuff. Sure. That that tracks. <laughs> and they did all of this while they were starting pre-production on their next and biggest album, Follow the Leader. Which, arguably, the album 
that changes everything. Things yes. were one corn. Finally, something's <laughs> and right. And now there is another. And I kind of glossed over the recording of recording. this album. The recording. the recording of this album. <laughs> because it all happened so fast, There's not, there aren't a lot of stories to it. Yeah, well, you also said there's not a lot of the touring stories in the, which is interesting because that's normally the deal, right? It's like, yeah, the uh, either we're gonna learn some shit about the recording conditions, or we're gonna learn some shit about their wild nights on tour. Well, the thing is, we we talked in the first episode about the conditions under which they recorded that first album, where Ross yeah. Ross Robinson is just kind of a maniac <laughs> yeah. who beats performances out of people, and it was the same thing here, but it just. All in the span of four months. Yeah, and they, w- Ross Robinson produced this one as well? He produced this album. The way they said it would work is they would just get in a room and kind of start jamming, and Fieldy would direct it all, and Ross Robinson would just <laughs> sit just sit and watch and listen and wait for someone to play something, and he'd be like, you, what are you playing right now? Let's, let's get that put down on something. Oh, golly. So... <laughs> He was more like a cheerleader. That's not good. Well, that's how a lot of... <laughs> I think that's how a lot of bands My work, allergies though. are all fucked up right now. I think got a lot... so excited, part of his nose came out. <laughs> I think a lot of bands work that way, though. Well, yeah, but but that's how you work when you're, like, practicing to come up with songs or whatever for a, for a set. You know, and you don't... I mean, that's not a four-month process where it's just like, okay, we're recording. Let's just do this real fast. Oh yeah, and that's probably why the why the second album sucks yeah. because they used the same process but condensed it into I, four months. I yeah. think the main problem with the second album is that it is a corn album. It's a corn album, <laughs> yeah, and that definitely doesn't yeah, it doesn't help. Help. Doesn't help. Yeah. I do think there are some interesting moments on this album. I actually don't mind the song "Twist." I think it's it's a weird fucking song. So he goes, oh, "Come on, baby." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a lot of uh... twist. Yeah, it's just him making guttural noises and then every once in a while going twist. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's well, there's a lot of stuff on it that like listening to it, I could like I could see myself liking this song. If it didn't sound so bad. Are you going to play Twist? I'm going. I know I just promised that we're not, but it's not a single, so I'll play it. I also want to listen to another one before we get corn done twist. here. Twist. I'll have the corn twist. Uh, I'll have the corn twist with. This is like a joke song. This isn't real. This is like somebody. It, doing- you know what it reminds me of is Tourette's by Nirvana. Whoa. Right? How is it different from Tourette's, which is Kurt Cobain going, Oh, well, me and Andy like this, so. Twist. Twist. This is absolutely. Twist. Hey, Travis. Yes. Twist. No, I'm good. Travis. Yes, sir. Twist. Here's a twist. This is terrible. Twist. 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 Well, the instrumentation on this isn't terrible. Like, the instrumentation no, yeah. on a no, lot of this I, record is bad. Boy, I just disagree with both of you on this one. I, I, I think we have to agree to... Well, isn't that a twist? It is a twist. It's an M. Night Shyamalan twist. 
I think my favorite song on Life is Peachy is their cover of a Deftones. Deftones. No, it's not a cover of a Deftones song. It's a cover of Wicked by Ice Cube with Chino Moreno from From the the Deftones. Deftones. Okay. Uh, on what? lead vocals, and then Jonathan Davis does the chorus, and it's actually, in every fucking way, pretty good. Well, because it's not Jonathan Davis the whole time. But he does the chorus, and yeah. if you remember the chorus from Wicked, it's a guy who is kind of doing those same sort of noises. So he's paying credit to where he got his whole thing from. It's like a reggae guy on Wicked. That is Chino Moreno from Deftones. Hey, Travis. Yes, sir. Twist. No. <laughs> so, twist. Uh, twist. These guys make coffee now? All right. Ain't that a twist? You know what goes good with girls? Uh, good, like cinnamon twist goes well with uh, uh-huh. coffee. A cinnamon what? Twist. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're in. Let's wait till. Okay, here comes Jonathan Davis. Which that's about what the chorus of the Ice Cube version. This is easily the standout track on the record. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's life is peachy. We have reached the end of the road for now. End of the end of the corn row. Really quick, that book, the book you're reading by. Mark for Leah Furman. Sorry. <laughs> Mark Furman. Mark Furman. Boy, there's a lot of use of the N-word. Uh, he would book. not like yeah. all the rap crossovers yeah. in that book. Uh, what's, it, what's it called again? The album? No, the book. Corn, uh, Life in the Life Pit. Life in the Pit. I'm wondering if they're doing this knowingly. Do you know what a corn pit is? You're, neither of you are from the Midwest. You're from the Midwest. What Jesus Christ. What Jesus. You, I don't know what a I court. had to watch Vanessa Gritton question Andy Sell about what people in Chicago... Yeah, and would like you. And I was like, I'm from Illinois. Yeah, I lived there till yeah, I was 35. Yeah. I'm not even from Chicago. <laughs> People think I am, but I think it's the Bears. Shit. I'm wearing Bears yeah, socks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Cubs are trash this year. Mm-hmm. What's a corn pit? Oh yeah. Do you know what a corn pit is? Then it's where the Cubs play. Okay, stop. <laughs> I don't know what a corn pit is. It's a thing that it's in like if you go to like a corn maze or a. You know what a corn maze is, right? You're looking well, at me very weird. Maze well, is another word yeah. for corn. So, yeah, it's a yeah. Yeah, it's fucking a synonym, man. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Jesus. All right. So in the Midwest, they have these things called mm-hmm. corn mazes, and it's they, uh, someone cuts a maze into a cornfield. I don't know. Crop circles. Is and it like that? Oh, yes. It's just like that. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> turns out water kills them the whole time. What? Never mind. It was a science. Have you seen the movie Signs? What's I a corn pit? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> It's a pit of corn. It's just a okay. that kids play in. Wait, you, at, you, like like a like a ball pit, but with corn. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking weird. It's awesome too. It's so much no, it's fun. not. That's yeah, how you get corn great. rash. You ever had corn rash? Yeah. What's corn rash? A rash caused by corn. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah. Don't don't worry. We're all gonna have a bad case of it by the <laughs> yeah, end of this. It kind of oozes and goes on the side of your face. Yeah, it's a twist, twist, twist. I'm wondering if they did that intentionally because corn pits are. I don't know. I like corn pits. I'm not going in any corn pit. Yeah, I'm not getting in a corn pit. Yeah. Not a mosh pit at a corn concert or an actual <laughs> corn pit. Hard pass. So that's the end of our episode. To be continued. Next, we're talking about follow L leader on the next Epicorn. <laughs> <laughs> so 
How's everyone feeling so far? I actually feel better about this after uh, feeling a little cornflicted. Oh, oh yeah, boy, I like that one. That's good. I well, I'm I... really cornfused because I thought I was just gonna it was gonna be all hate, and then I'm, I read about the band, and they at least seem like all right dudes. Yeah, they seem kind of yeah like considerate and uh... yeah. I don't know. I'm still in corning about the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say though, like a hearty congratulations to us for uh, getting right. on that vinyl me please list. I'm yeah, that's that's pretty great. It's pretty cool. It's pretty corn. I really <laughs> wait. <laughs> that's completely true. All right, we should get the fuck out of here. What do we have to plug? When is this going up? A couple weeks. Who Fucking cares? Don't come see me do anything. <laughs> Fucking listen to my podcast, read my articles, medium.com slash unpops. We're just a bunch of cornmudgeons today. We're all three of us are I, really. I feel like a freak on a leash, man. Well, I'm trying to follow the leader here. And what I'm going to do is tell you to do the same thing with me. Don't come see me. Follow me on, on socials at Track Rivals. Um, maybe I'll be doing other things, but don't, don't, just don't. No, no one ever comes to what I do anyway. So just keep doing what you're doing. I'm not doing anything, but I would love for people to come see me. I'm. I got board games. Yeah, I mean, you can come hang out. Yeah. No, no, not with me. <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, we're hanging at Travis's place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're all going to go. Look, meet us at Travis's. We're having corn feed. We're going to have some corn coffee. <laughs> we're going to have some corn coffee. I'm going to wear my corn coffee hoodie. I'm going to turn his living room into a corn pit. We're going to play board games. Corn games. Corn, corn games. games. Yeah. Corned games. <laughs> we're going to play cornhole. We're going to play, play cornhole. cornhole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously. In the corn pit. Right. <laughs> all right. Should we get out of here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Wow. Wow. I'm sorry. I was trying to be more enthusiastic. Travis, we got to get a Baja blast in you. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. blast some Baja gonna, with you. Gonna, yeah, I'll do that. Blast, blast some Baja. Baja. Uh, Andy, say goodbye. <clears throat> Bye. Travis. Twist. Bye. Good. Bye. Bye.